This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, February 24th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the latest on Russia. Number two, Joe Manchin on SCOTUS. And number three, notable items on the GOP. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Everything is all, everything is focused right now on Russia. What is happening there and how does the U.S. respond? Let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, this is the biggest reordering of the um of the world in a sense since the world since world war ii russia began to invade ukraine late wednesday evening um and uh this puts the united states and the west and europe um into the biggest conflict that we've seen in 80 years pretty much um this is not just eastern ukraine russia's coming toward um um Kiev through Odessa in the south, uh, through the west, uh, near the Polish border. Um, important to note, they're not attacking Poland. Poland is a NATO ally. If if Russia does anything to Poland, that will trigger Article 5, which demands um, uh, the shared defense provision of NATO's charter, which means that the United States would be at war with Russia, which is not happening. Um, people are trying to get their money. Ukrainians are trying to get their money out of ATMs, trying to get fuel into their cars, into, into canisters. Um, Putin has said that, uh, you know, whoever tries to stand in his way should know that Russia's response will be immediate and lead you to consequences you have never encountered in your history. Um, so a very grim situation. Joe Biden spoke last night to uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, um, and, and Biden's expected to address the country this afternoon. Um, you know, l- let's just get, let's talk about this here. I mean, <laughs> there are no U S troops in Ukraine. Jen Psaki has said there will not be U S troops in Ukraine. Um, it, I, I mean, that's, I, we have to imagine that's the case for now, but like, what we're thinking through what I was talking uh, with Brez about last night is like, what does Putin intend to do here? Is he going to try to occupy the whole of Ukraine? Is he going to um, he signaled that he's going to at least the news coverage has indicated that he wants to replace the Zelensky government in Kiev. Um, those are huge. I mean, there is almost there's no modern historical precedent for this. Um, and we just don't know what his intentions are. Um, I think the big question, right, is though, is like, what does the U.S. do, right? Are there sanctions? What I mean, what does what happens, Jake? I mean, in terms of as things continue to clearly uh, digress here in Ukraine, I mean, what what does the Biden administration, what does Congress do, right? Yeah, well, that's the big question. I have to. So the United, the European Union this morning uh, said it's planning its strongest, harshest package of sanctions targeting Russia ever. Um, United States is going to have to follow suit. Uh, Jen Psaki said yesterday, the White House press secretary Jen Psaki said yesterday that she uh, that there are tranches of of sanctions that the United States is planning now. 
those tranches are going to, um, there's going to have to be another one today. Um, so we've they've already sanctioned two of Russia's biggest banks, uh, two of Russia's banks, not the biggest banks, two of Russia's banks, um, and they are they have uh, uh, sanctioned the Nord Stream two pipeline, the natural gas pipeline that ran from from Germany to Russia, ninety percent complete, but that is offline, will not come back online at any time soon. Um, so. Um, I, the big the big question for me, and I think something we're going to be watching is, so Biden has pretty significant sanctioned authority. Um, he could do a lot on his own. Will Congress give him more sanctioned authority? Will they move to sanction Russian energy? Will they move to kick, ru- kick Russia out of the SWIFT banking system? These are drastic measures. Um, uh, I would imagine that the things that happened today are additional sanctions against... Um, against Russian oligarchs, Russian oligarchs, many of them who have property, money, uh, interest in the United States, in the United Kingdom, in Europe. Um, those people are going to be sanctioned. And I, I can't I have to imagine that is the next step. Jen Psaki indicated yesterday um, that uh, the United States could sanction additional U- uh, Russian financial institutions could port could put export controls on on um, Russia. This is going to be, you know, I, let me put it this way. If you're somebody who's looking to understand what the U.S. will do here, the U.S., I, I, nothing is off the table at this point. Nothing. It just, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like anything would be a step too far for, for the United States at this moment. Um, Putin is occupying Ukraine. Um, and, uh, Ukraine's a sovereign country, an ally of the United States. I would also just say one other thing here. Um, there's been talk of a supplemental spending bill for Ukraine that, that is going to come soon. I would have to imagine. Um, and that would include additional defense aid for Ukraine and a billion dollars in, um, in humanitarian, at least a billion dollars could be more in humanitarian uh, aid. Uh, remember, and I know you know this, Anna, but remember everybody who's listening. Ukraine has a population of more than forty-four million people. This is not some some you know small state. In this is a big country with exports, with a huge um, uh, neon industry. It's a big food producer. It's it's a big it's a big country that has strategic importance to the United States, to um, to Europe. It's not, you know, there are big implications here, and and so anyway, that that's the next that's the next thing we're looking at here. Yeah, and I mean, clearly, extremely serious, right? I mean, this is not something that uh, is happening in a vacuum, and you know, this is really President Joe Biden's administration is taking this very seriously, and uh, you know, it comes obviously you know, in just a few days from the State of the Union, something he's yeah. clearly going to have to address to the nation today, you know, expected this afternoon, but also to continue to your point, Jake, like making the case to American citizens why this is so strategically important, why this issue is not going to be, you know, just something that is happening in the background, but is clearly, you know, the biggest foreign policy crisis of his administration. And furthermore, Marco Rubio spoke to Jake Tapper on CNN State of the Union last night, um, and 
he made a really good point, and I, I think I think it's worth repeating here. Like the United States needs needs to explain to its citizens. Biden needs to explain to his citizens why this matters. Why does the United States care about what's happening in in Ukraine? And and here's why. And this is what Rubio said, and it's true. If if the world believes that people could that countries could just march into other countries and say this is mine that's not a good world you know in the 21st century um that needs to be that needs to be made clear uh and also again ukraine has industry right wheat and corn um uh and 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 furthermore <laughs> to add to that um gas prices are already high this is not this is going to push energy prices higher um I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Biden releases fuel from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Um, Jen Psaki said that yesterday, that it, that's on the table. That would presumably help keep gap, gas prices a little bit lower. So anyway, it's there's just so much to think about here uh, as we kind of end the winter and enter the spring in Washington. COVID's receding. There were some good news situations, good news elements for the Biden administration. And now they're just thrown into this this whirlwind of uh, basically a the largest ground incursion in Europe since World War Two. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. We have this one. New Senator Joe Manchin, the Democrat from West Virginia we often talk about, has been privately telling his Senate colleagues that he'd like to see President Joe Biden nominate J. Michelle Childs to the Supreme Court, according to multiple sources. This is pretty big news, Jake. Yeah, it is. Um, Manchin has said this privately to senators. He stopped short of publicly endorsing her, but he has said this privately Um and, and just important to note, Anna, it's February 24th. There's only a couple more days left in February. Joe Biden has said he's going to announce his Supreme Court nominee this month. Um, the White House denied yesterday that this could slip until March. I, I would assume, I mean, this was only less than 12 hours ago or roughly 12 hours ago the White House said this. I, I can't imagine that this is this has changed since then, but who knows? We'll keep an eye on it, obviously. Right, but I mean, at the same time, I mean... Th- <laughs> They have to be able to deal with the foreign policy issues as well as this. I mean, this is a win for them. They also don't want, I mean, if if there's nothing else, Ben Ray Lujan's health put into real focus how quickly they need to move, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, Got to strike when the iron's hot, <laughs> as we say. Um, and uh, uh, But listen, Manchin also wants a bipart- someone who gets Republican and Democrats Votes. Childs has the support of Senator Lindsey Graham, the Republican from South Carolina. Perhaps the 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 support of Tim Scott. We don't know that yet. Uh, Republicans have signaled they're going to take it easy and not fight tooth and nail on this nomination because it is does not fundamentally change the the makeup of the court. Biden's replacing a liberal with a liberal, and um, that's not something that that really needs a a ton of um, uh, a fight. All right, let's move quickly to the number three story of the morning inside the GOP. We have two items of note for you on the Republican Party. First up, Jake, this this kind of is interesting here. We have former President Donald Trump hosting a Take Back Congress candidate form at Mar-a-Lago yesterday. Uh, a lot of notable folks there from Senators Marsha Blackburn, Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham, 
to representatives, Representative Jim Banks, Ronnie Jackson, Mary Miller. I mean, clearly trying to still be the king kingpin here in terms of playing a big role in GOP state politics. That's right. I mean, this was called the MAGA take back Congress pack thing. <laughs> it was the candidate forum. Marsha Blackburn, Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham, candidates including Herschel Walker, Morgan Ortega, Harriet Hageman. Uh, Eric Greitens, Mike Carey, and Max Miller. This was at Mar-a-Lago. This is where where where, um, where Trump said that Putin has taken over a country, Ukraine, for $2 worth in sanctions. That's pretty smart. He's taking over a country, really a vast location, a great piece of land with a lot of people, and he's walking right in. Uh, pretty disgusting comments um, supporting the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, over our ally, United States ally, Ukraine. Um and here's a second item we have this morning. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy will be the special guest of fundraiser for Jamie Herrera Butler. Why is this notable? Butler voted for Herrera Butler, excuse me, voted for impeachment. So just another interesting nugget in Punchbowl News this morning. And certainly a different posture than he has had publicly on a lot of folks who have supported uh, impeachment or been up against the president, certainly Liz Cheney being uh, one that we've talked about a lot on this podcast. So something to watch there. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.